This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I'd like to issue an extra special welcome in to folks listening on 910 The Fan in the Commonwealth of Virginia and Richmond. It's a great day to hear on The Fan. And listen anywhere, 106.7 The Fan in the D.C. area. Get that Odyssey app, little rewind function like my wife did to hear the Junkies um, drinking show this morning. She's never rewound my show, but she rewound that one. 800-636-1067 is the telephone number. So we do a couple things. we we got a plenty of football stuff to get to. Obviously, Washington plays tomorrow, football Friday. You know the whole deal, okay? 4 o'clock hour, we'll do the little beltway blitz. We'll talk about whether or not, just going to call your shot, whether you think we see Carson Wentz, yay or nay. If you think we see him tomorrow. We do this every year on this program. Got a little, um, what do you call that thing? Winning off the field of 345. So this is an hour of frivolity and fun. This is an hour of jocularity. This is an hour of holiday spirit and enjoyment and amusement. I ask you at 800-636-1067. 800-636-1067 is the telephone number. I'm going to hear from Ryan. We'll hear from Darius on this, and I'll tell you my story too. This is such a wonderful time of year, regardless of um, you know, what church you go to, if you go at all, whatever it is, it's the spirit of giving and receiving. It's wonderful, right? It is a, it is a, it's so nice because we're nice to each other. Just a really, really cool time where the only thing that matters is seeing your family, seeing your loved ones, seeing a couple friends, wearing an ugly sweater or two, and giving a gift, hopefully that they like or tolerate, right? So what I'd like to do on this program is the under-celebrated part. We always talk about giving gifts, right? That's the thing that's supposed to be standard. It's better to give than receive. No, it's not. It's not at all. Getting an awesome gift rules. It's the best. And as a grown-up, you don't really get great gifts. As a grown-up, you kind of just get what you need. And you can be like, yeah, I needed those socks. I, this is my Christmas present. If you want to wrap it, that's fine. Like, hey, I need, uh, I need like a new Quip toothbrush. Can you get me one? That's a gift now as a grown-up. I don't care. It's about the kids. So I'm going to ask you. What is the best gift you've ever received? What is the best gist, gist, I'm sure. What is the best James gist you've ever received? I'm going to take you back, if I may, to the 80s. Strange time. A, uh, a time of weird hair, time of neon, time of commercials that didn't really make any sense. I'm going to bring you back to, I believe, the winter of 1986. A young boy with a bowl cut, living in Northern Virginia, wanted one 
And one thing only. Bushley, please. I wanted the legend of Zelda. That's what I wanted. I asked my parents. I asked Santa Claus. I asked grandparents. I asked aunts and uncles. I asked friends. Give me this game. I saw it. I saw a television commercial for it. Where a guy in pajamas. Seriously, this is what ads were like in the 80s, Ryan. A dude in pajamas with a weird sword in his hand that was like the wrong length and a hat. Was wandering around looking for treasure. Yelling about Octoroks. Yelling about Gliok. A dumb dragon who he could pummel with three shots even with the wooden sword. I had seen the preview and I knew this. They made the cartridge gold. You understand? They made the cartridge gold. Every other game on the Nintendo Entertainment System was gray. With a little picture on the front. You'd go to Toys R Us. You'd look at that big wall and you go, I have no idea. I have no idea if Tiger Heli is any good. Is Russian attack. Is it Russian attack or rush in an attack? Rush apostrophe and I don't know what it is. You didn't know if Rygar was good until one of your friends bought it. Turns out it was dope. You knew Metroid was awesome. Super Mario Brothers, one, two. All these are wonderful things. But the Legend of Zelda. The Legend of Zelda, the game changer. They knew the game was so great that they made the box gold. They made the actual cartridge gold. That's like going to Homecoming with a different date. Walking up to the Homecoming Queen, giving a stiff arm to the quarterback, and make it out with her right there on the dance floor. Ballsy. You made it gold. Christmas Day rolls around. Just skateboard. That's nice. Cool. Knee pads, appropriate stuff for the skateboard. I was a skater, by the way. Under underrated thing in my neighborhood. Used to jump over sawhorses. Not a big deal. Little ramps that were precarious and dangerously made. I got all sorts of stuff that day. I got a like a one of those button up pitcher jackets that pitchers wear when they're cold when they're running the bases. I got like a, a Redskins hat at the time. Got a couple other things here and there. I didn't see it. So I did the thing that little kids do where I was kind of pouty and annoyed. I said thank you to the appropriate people, but still wasn't there. And then my dad did this move where he goes, oh, look, there's one left. He brought it out from a hiding place. It's a Lord and Taylor box. I'm going... Cool. A button-down shirt or something that I have to wear to, to dinner at Charlie's Place Restaurant in, in McLean. What? What are we talking about? I don't want that. I rattled it. I did the thing the kids do. They shook it just to see what was inside. No rattle. I reluctantly open up the box. Inside, there's a bunch of paper. Like, what is this? What are, what are we doing? There's wrapping paper? There's extra paper stuffed in here? What's going on? He's smiling. He's hidden away in the corner. The Legend of Zelda. The greatest game of all time. I said that, by the way, into this microphone just now. The greatest video game of all time. Dare sleeps, Ryan sleeps. This changed everything. The continues. Memory save. Puzzles, 
gambling in the game, getting the master sword after you had to pass through the maze and the hills, dealing with the ghosts in that graveyard. Finding all the different levels was like conquering a foreign land. It was the greatest thing anyone has ever put together. It changed gaming forever, and it changed me. Oh, that's a level. That's an under. That's a dungeon level right there. When you walk into the dungeon, it's that. But initially in this game, where do I go? What do I do? I got nothing. I got no weapons. I got no hope. This is a cave. I'll just go into this cave. I'll go into the cave. I'll go into the cave. There's a man in the cave. What does he tell you? Who remembers? Remember what he tells you? It's dangerous to go alone. Take this. That's a sword, brother. We're going to be all right. You save up 90 rubies to get a big shield, magic shield, so you can reflect some of the um, projectiles that are shot at you, be they arrows, be they from the wizard robes. Dark knots, terrifying. The Legend of Zelda in 1986. 800-636-1067. I want to know. What's the greatest gift you ever received? Start with our own Darius Dameron. Darius, what is the greatest gift you ever received, please? Uh, so I I also am a heavy video gamer. I live, mm-hmm. live and breathe video gaming um, for the majority of my life. I would say it started with the, Ninten- the, excuse me, the NES, the Nintendo Entertainment System. But I don't recall that being... I don't recall when I got that and and how excited I was for it. I'm sure I had plenty of excitement. What I what always stands out to me is when I received a Sega Genesis for Christmas. Oh. Yes. And this was this was late cuz I think the Sega Genesis came out really early 90s. I didn't get it until yep. uh until 95. Is 95. When I, got it. I mean yeah. that's now we're talking Super Nintendo we're, time. Yeah, yeah. There's rivals. I did here. skip I did skip Super Nintendo. I didn't get that. I did end up getting the Saturn and the and the 64, which came out, I think, two years after about 95. Um, but the reason I recall how excited I was to get the Sega Genesis for Christmas was because it came with the six pack. Are you familiar with the six pack, Danny? Go, tell the people. So the six pack was a it was just a single cartridge that fit Six full games on it. Those games were the original Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh-huh. Uh, Columns, which is basically kind of like a Tetris knockoff in a way. Uh-huh. Uh, which is still fun. Not even in a way. It was a Tetris knockoff. It basically was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, fe- it also featured Golden Axe, which we just had a conversation about. We were talking about Golden Axe. In the break. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Revenge of Shinobi, which was a kind of like a ninja side scroller. It was exactly a ninja yeah. side scroller. The only way to beat that game, by the way, if I can editorialize for a second, Please is do. to make your to go into the edits and make your shurikens zero and sit there and wait. Don't touch anything. Okay? So the sh- you leave the shurikens on zero and then after 15 seconds it would go infinite shurikens. Ooh. Infinite shurikens. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, I did. Mm-hmm. Did you have a did you have like a game genie or a game guide or something no. or did you just no, mm, you I just had, knew the way. I had myself. Ah. We didn't have any. We had, there's no internet. There's no guidance. <laughs> of course not. Right, <laughs> right. We didn't have Al Gore's internet yet. We had. Uh, we, I had a. And this is true. I, I'm interrupting you. I'm making it about myself, which I've always done. I had to write down all the Mortal Kombat combos, right? As we'd learn them. So my buddies and I would get Mortal Kombat on Sega Genesis and Mortal Kombat 2, etc. Right. So we want to learn all the finishing moves. 
So we had a master list. My buddy Ben Lubin, my buddy Ali Williams, um, me, a couple other guys. I think uh, Michael Lockman was in part of this crew, but a number of guys, right? Where you discover that if you held the B button, for example, for five seconds, Liu Kang would do the all across the screen and just kick your face ninety one times. Yeah. Yes. You you learned all the different combos, learned the finishing moves. We had a master list that eventually Ali typed up. And there was only a couple of these things that ever existed. And now it's like you go, How do I do? And it's just right there. Like IGN's like, here's your walkthrough. Anything you want, just do it right now. You guys don't know. You don't know. Go ahead, Derek. Sorry. <laughs> uh the other two games that were on that six pack were uh I believe it was a motorcycle game called Super Hang On. Hmm. Not that good. That was no probably the worst there. game. Yeah, that was the worst game on the six-pack. The best game on the six-pack was Streets of Rage. Streets of Rage. Oh, my goodness. Was so silly. Now, now this is your classic side-scrolling yeah. beat-em-up, kind of like Double Dragon. It's exactly like Double like Dragon. Oh, yep. it's just, it was so much fun. So, yeah, that that's my highlight is getting that Sega Genesis back in 95 that came with the six-pack. Right now, best gift you ever got? The best gift. That I ever got. First off, I'm sure The Legend of Zelda is so good, by the way. I'm just so sure by it. But first That's off. some sarcasm from Ryan. <laughs> so, it all started Christmas Day, 2009. My father surprised me downstairs with a reversible air hockey table that turned into a pool table that also transpired into a ping pong table. The the multi-purpose the mini multi-purpose table. The multi-purpose table. Those things are and great. Those things were awesome. It lasted from when I was 10 years old all the way through high school when I had a beer pong table set up and the cops busted our party. It lasted That's from silly. little Ryan there. How many the fights did you and your brother get in over games on that so thing? So many. Dozens, so, right? So many yeah. fights. We actually threw a ping pong paddle at each other one time. Yep. We even my father and I he used to put days off of school if I could beat him in pool. I never beat him. That's a great gift. 800-636-1067. The annual tradition. What's the best gift you ever received for the holidays? Chris and Hyatt will get us started. Darius, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis. Uh-huh. When I was dead broke, I couldn't picture this. Um, it's all correct. By the way, there was a... I don't know if it was Bird vs. Magic... Or Jordan versus Bird, Jordan but versus there was Bird. a cheat. Okay, but there there were several of those. There was a glitch though. If you got Tom Chambers, he could dunk from like the three point line, and I used to use that glitch. Like I don't know why, but he could dunk from like the three. Um. Uh, so in terms of my greatest gift of all time, uh, I had a long legacy of uh, having to be Cobra Commander in all of my local neighborhood G.I. Joe games mm-hmm. because my family was poor. and My dad could only buy, like, clearance rack G.I. Joes, and he didn't know the difference, so I only got the Cobra guys, yep. which is sucked. Just meant I, only, I always had to be the bad guy. Well, you're the glue guy for all the battles, but at the same time, it's like just once, just once right, I'd like, I, I'd I, like I, to be. I got yeah. invited to all the kids' houses because yeah. they needed Cobras to play again. You always need them. Yep. The, the tables turned in 1985 when I got the G.I. Joe Killer Whale Hovercraft. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. This thing was loaded. I'm talking missiles. I'm talking guns. I'm talking a little dude who shoots out from the bottom of the hovercraft, Navy SEAL style, and just kills Cobras all day long. Oh, did we drop Chris? That was a bummer. First of all, that's an incredible gift. Second of all, I only knew one guy that had that. My buddy James Adler had that. God, that thing was amazing. I was jealous. 
Richmond, John. Hey, John, are you still here? You were here this morning, weren't you? I was. I'm actually uh, almost home. I, I'm so sure Legend of Zelda stinks, Larry. I mean, uh, That's annoying, it, it, it explains yeah. all the dead brain cells during uh, Ryan explains it all. His dad <laughs> bought him a beer pong table at 10. <laughs> That's a great <laughs> Anyway, I love, I love you, Larry. Um, no, so I have a similar story to yours. Yeah. Um, my, my parents, my dad was a piano tuner slash, you know, worked for my grandpa at a piano store. And my mom was a choral director. And so we didn't have a whole bunch of money. But I asked for a Nintendo system, you know, the silly one that came with, like, Duck Hunt and Super Mario Brothers, right? Uh-huh, so uh-huh. Um, I'm opening all the gifts, you know, I get, like, a pair of Payless shoes, hurting, you know what I mean? Like, yep. stuff I don't want. My dad has the gall to go, hey, John, you know, go play us a little tune on the piano, you know, because at the time, you know, I guess, what, it was like 12, 13, right. I could play a few tunes. It's so like dance, do the I, thing. I'm like, yeah. Dad, I don't. I don't want to play. Uh, what's wrong, son? So we have like a upright type piano over there, and I go start playing a few notes. He says, "I play a little lower." I'm like, "What do you mean?" And so I play one of the lower notes, and it's just like donk, donk, donk. I'm like, "What?" He goes, "Yeah, pull the floor, pull the little board out there on the underneath." He hid the damn Nintendo system in oh, the piano. Yes, I'll never forget it. Yes, I was stoked, dude. That's a great one. That's the kind of shenanigans I'm going to do with my children. I do that sort, those kinds of bits where I go, oh, I guess that's it. Oh, wait, there's one more thing. Love it. Dre Manassas. Andre, what's up, buddy? Merry Christmas. Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, man. Um, so, yeah, Legend of Zelda, that's a classic. I'm pretty sure my um, gambling addict started with that game. Um, trying to go on those rubies. With the rubies, yeah. Yeah, trying to make as much money as possible. Yeah, my dad, um, he, he hooked your boy up. Um, he, he's gone now, my father, but he was never good at giving gifts. And I told him, you know, 500 times that I wanted. I knew he wasn't going to get it from me, but he, he, he came home on Christmas Day with um, Optimus Prime. And, uh, you know, that, that really made your boy, that made your boy's ear, man. I was really excited. Until I went to my cousin's house and he had the full figure Voltron car version. I was like, Jesus Christ, sorry. But, um, that's. <laughs> The big car Voltrons, the the line Voltron set was phenomenal. I didn't have it, but the Optimus Prime was um, really, really, um, man, I'm thinking about my dad, you know. I know. I get it, pal. Merry Christmas to you. I love that one. The number of times that kids that are around Dre, me, our age, that we said, Optimus Prime, please get me Optimus Prime. And then, like, a parent who didn't understand would come back with, like, I don't know. Another Bumblebee, like the seventh Volkswagen Bug, or like Ironhide, which was a van at that point, you know? Like the number of times that parents didn't get that Transformer right, but then when they did, it's just so special and splendid and perfect. I had, this is a true story, by the way. We're going to take more calls on this, guys. Don't worry. 800-636-1067, best gift you ever got. This is a true story. It was Dre was talking about thinking about his dad. Uh, I had, my dad was a sales rep. Forever, okay? So, like, he would work with, um, like, independent stores, small stores, represented small manufacturers and stuff. He did everything from, like, books to, like, stuffed animals and a bunch of different things, right? So, we, you know, go call in these stores. So, he knew that his son, this is me, loved the Transformers. And you couldn't get them. This was, like, I don't know, whatever craze that you young people have had. Like, whether it was Cabbage Patch Kids or, um, you know, 
a certain kind of dolls or a certain kind of whatever. You you could not find these things in stores. The instant they would come in, they would sell out in minutes. In minutes, I believe. Listen to me. In minutes, they'd be gone. People would be waiting. They'd be stalking because they're always collectors, right? Everybody wants these damn things all the time. So my dad had enough hookups where he'd go, hey, set one aside for me. My dumb kid likes these things, whatever. I'm not kidding you. There was a time I had every Transformer ever made. You're going, what do you mean? Every Transformer ever made. At one point, now they made new ones after my collection was complete. But I, at one point, had all of them. All of them. First generation. Second generation. Post-movie. I had all everything from Rodimus Prime to you know, the different iterations of uh, the Stunticons, Aerial Bots. I had Bruticus, Devastator. Anybody you wanted. Metroplex. The whole group. Skyfire. Don't get me started on Skyfire. Or is it Jetfire? I can't remember which. Point is, I had them all. Because my dad had all these samples all the time, there's always clutter around the house, we'd have a lot of yard sales, right? And so, right around the time that Richmond John was talking about, where I was too cool for everything, I'm like, whatever, I'm not participating, leave me alone. My mom went into my room, into the closet. Now, I hadn't played with these things in a little while, but I had two giant boxes of Transformers marked old and new. She grabbed the old box of Transformers, walked him outside, put $5 on the box of Transformers with all the decals in the exact right place. Every first-generation Transformer in very good condition. Not pristine. It wasn't in the package, but very, very pristine. Very good. And then I think all the second-generation Transformers, all in that giant box. Some kid walks by and goes, Mom, 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 mom. We have to get this. We have to get this. $5 later, gone. Oh, no. Thank you, Frank. Gone. That was tough. That's absolutely ludicrous. Oh, thank you, Coach. I apologize. We're just setting up the rest of the show. 800-636-1067 is the number. Well, a little winning off the field at 345, but next, more your calls. A little tradition we do every year here, right before Christmas. we got some football to get into as well in the 4 o'clock hour. What's the best gift you ever received? Merry Christmas tomorrow and all. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Continuing with our theme of frivolity, alternating with the adult swim of football talk. We got the impressions on demand segment. We will do that in the five o'clock hour. It's where me, the person that needs attention, I'm Danny Ruye, by the way, welcome back to the show, asks for it and you guys provide it. So you will call, you request the impression and the topic, and I will do my best to fulfill all of those requests. We do this, of course, in honor of our old producer, Brendan Dar, who hates it. That's how I got started doing it, by the way. That's just a true story. For the guys who don't know. Brendan hated it, and I was like, well, now we're definitely doing it. So we do it every year, and we bring up the fact that he hates it, and then he pretends that he doesn't hate it, that he always liked it, and it's not true. He hated it then, he hates it now, and that's why we do it to this day, to honor the curmudgeonly and adorable Brendan Dorr. Got a Carson Wentz conversation for you as well in the 4 o'clock hour, but we're finishing these out now. Let's do this together at 800-636-1067. Somebody drops off, you can hop on. Greatest gift you ever got for me, it's very simple. Legend of Zelda, 1986. It's all I wanted, and I got it, and I still think about the joy that I felt. Let's go to Dave in Lake Ridge. Best gift you ever got, sir? Uh, this was kind of same time period, maybe a couple years before you, back in 82, 83, and I had two younger brothers, and G.I. Joe was all we were interested in. That's we right, were yeah. out of the Star Wars phase. We were into G.I. Joe, so... Every year, you know, you'd go through and you'd find some Centurions or something like that, but you're looking for the G.I. Joe presence. And we'd always get some figures and things like that, but we'd always get, like, a nice vehicle at the end. And then one year, you know, both my younger brothers, they got all their figures. They got their big vehicles. My one brother got the Dragonfly helicopter with Wild Bill. And my other brother got the Wombat tank where you put the batteries in the base and it, it, it would run across the floor and everything. And I keep looking for mine. I keep looking for mine. I'm like, where's my vehicle? You know, I got some figures. That's cool. But where's my vehicle? And then, of course, Pop pulls out the surprise. I'm like, hey, there's one more. And he got me the Sky Striker mm. airplane, which mm. was the F-14. Yes, it was. From the uh, Top Gun movie and everything like that. And I was just, I mean, over the moon ecstatic. I mean, this thing was huge. It was oh, like yeah. two and Dude. a half, three feet long. Bigger than most kids at that point. That's what you guys don't remember. These toys were so impractical. But you couldn't store them. They just were part of the furniture now. That Sky Striker thing was badass. By the way, I'm telling you, it's such a dad bit. Oh, wait a minute. There's one more right here. Let's continue with the theme. Dave in D.C., best gift you ever got. Hey, uh, to my fellow Dave, uh, Sky Striker, adorable. Silly. How about the G.I. Joe aircraft carrier? That thing, now, my memory of this, Dave, that thing was six feet long. It was six feet long. It it was not under the tree, obviously. (laughs) My dad, kind of similar move, was like, can you go downstairs to the basement and get me X, whatever it was. Right. 
So I, I go down the stairs. We happen to have a blue carpet in the basement. And just rounding down the stairs, I'm about to go left to the, the fridge. And I just peek right, and, and I see it. And I just, it's glorious. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's on a blue carpet. It's, it's six feet long. It is the most obnoxious thing you can get a nine-year-old. Like, you cannot get a more obnoxious present. I gained friends over this toy. Yep. I lost friends over this toy. Mm-hmm. Other parents heard about the toy. It was, it was amazing. It was just amazing. Everything you're saying is correct. That toy was, I'm going to try to show you guys a picture of this bad boy here. Just to, so you guys can get a scale of it, okay? There's a little kid right here in this on this website playing with it. You guys see this? Darrison Ryan? You see how the kid is like a size of a kid. And you can see how the aircraft carrier is the size of three of them. This was the toy. It, a couple criteria. Number one, like... Parents had to be prioritizing their kids' happiness over their own, which I know sounds like something that's elementary. This is a miserable thing to have in your home if you're a parent. Number two, it was kids with cool basements. If you had a cool basement, you could have this. Nobody could just put it in the living room. There's pictures of like, hey, come play with this G.I. Joe here, and it's like a kid in the living room. That's that's You can't have that in a regular home. You had to have a huge basement. You had to have a lot of space. And it had, it had to be one of those things where the parents are like, you know what? The kid really wants it. We'll make him happy. And that's not a decision that we make all the time. Sometimes we go, no, that's stupid. We're not doing that. Let's go to, let's see. Uh, how about Ed and Stafford? Ed, good afternoon. Best gift you ever got. Ed? Hey, Thanks, Danny. Hey, um, 19, yeah, 1975, uh, the Evil Knievel Stunt Cycle and Scramble Van. Now, what did, huge, that, what did huge it do? Huge of pop culture. Oh, totally, totally. Now, what did, did, the, did the stunt cycle, could it, could it go? Yeah, so it was like the Evil Knievel was a little bit smaller than, right. you know, those G.I. Joes used to be big. It was a little mm-hmm. smaller than G.I. Joe. So Evil Knievel actually sat on the motorcycle, two-wheel motorcycle. Uh-huh. You had this launcher. You would crank it up and hit it, and it would take off on two wheels, jump and everything. And then the scramble van, you could set up a ramp, and he would jump. And you would always like, you know, if you had like a little creek in your backyard, you'd try to get Evil Knievel to jump over you'd the, go, uh, jump over the, the creek. creek. Yeah. Totally, it was really, I mean, it was totally, totally cool. And like I said, you'd just, you'd crank it up like one of those old SSTs or something, uh-huh. and off he would go, and, you know, we would we would do all kinds of stuff and, and uh, try to jump him over the cat and stuff like that. But that was like 1975, like Snake River Canyon time. It was very, very cool. Wheelhouse time. Love it, dude. Let's go to Cam in Manassas. Cam, what's up, bro? Hey, what's going on, Danny? Hey, man. Um, it was the year 2004, and my dad got me, like, a mountain bike and, like, a sports jacket, and I really wanted the PS2 at the time, but it had dropped, like, a year before, and he did the thing that your dad did, but he waited, like, 20 minutes after we were done unwrapping. Oh, the discipline. So we're just sitting there. Yeah, so we're like, okay, uh, my heart's racing. I'm like, oh, I really wish, you know, I had this. Next thing you know, he's like, um, go in the kitchen and uh, grab something of his. And then I seen this uh, package wrapped up in the corner behind the plant. And I was like, Dad, there's one more gift. He was like, yeah, grab it. Grabs it. And I open it up at the PS2. But with it, two controllers, 
two memory cards. Two memory cards? You know, those are hard to... Cam, yes, two yes, memory cards? Two. <laughs> two. You people don't and understand. I got a, yeah. Oh, That's they don't understand. Right. And then NBA Street Volume 2. That was like my favorite game of all time. First of all, yeah. That's a round of applause for Cam's dad. Who, who, what's the thing you kids say? He understood the assignment. Is that, is that the thing they say? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what the kids are saying now. Two memory cards. That's that just being a big deal. That means, hey, son, no hassles for a while. Oh, that's a 10. Let's go to Dean in Fairfax. Dean, what's up, buddy? Best gift you ever got. Hey, Danny, happy holidays, man. Two pounds. Um, this had to have been probably around 2010. I would say it's a you know, Jeremy Macklin Eagles jersey. You son of a. Did he bounce? Shut up, Danny. Shut up. Idiot. You buffoon. Not you, Dean. Dean? Dean? It's a time of forgiveness. That's what I'm going to say. Did he bounce? Shut up, Danny. God. Doing the show. Stupid idiot. Hate when you do that. Embarrass yourself. Let's go to LB in Charles County. Best gift you ever got, buddy. All right, Danny. Um, you got to be a gamer if you can get this uh, this uh. Best game for the regular Nintendo. Okay. The cheat code was up, down, up, down, left, left right, left, left right, B-A. Right, start. No, it was B-A-B-A. It was B-A-B-A? Uh-huh. I thought it was A-B. I promise you it's B-A. That's the Konami code. It was invented by the guy that designed Gradius because he was like, it's too hard. We need to give these guys a chance, a fighting chance to be able to get some stuff. So I'll never forget it. <laughs> up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B-A-B-A, select, start. That's for two-player. Well, which game was it? Was it Contra? Contra. There that's, it is. that's it. That's, you got it. Of course I did. Love Nailed it. it. Oh, thank you, pal. Now, one of my great gaming achievements. Now, this is in the Nobody Cares file. I'm warning everybody. But here it comes anyway. One of my all-time gaming achievements. I beat Contra without the code. I did it one time. I did it one time. That's the regular three lives instead of 30. It's hard with 30. The key is you get the spread shot, and you get it early, and you don't fall for it when they give you more weapon options. You just keep it. You keep the spread shot for as long as you can. You got a fighting chance that way. But that's the comic code if you're scoring at home. Appreciate all the calls on this. Happy holidays to one and all. I hope you're able to make somebody feel that joy that you felt as a little one. Right? That's all we're talking about. We're talking about when you're a kid, the right time, memories with your family, memories with your pops, memories with uh, you know whomever that made you feel that way. That's what I'm going for when I try to give gifts uh, to my kids. It's too late as an adult. I'm 43. I'm not going to feel that way. My wife's like, hey, listen, you know, you want this thing for coffee? Just get that. Here's a sweater. I don't like the way your sweater looks. <laughs> you know, like you need some pants. That's what we do now. And that's fine. That's good. I want the kids to feel that way. And you got to do the dad move where it's going, hey, man, go down, go out into the woodshed. There's one more thing back there. Someone should get... Do those bits. All right, let's do this together. It's Friday, people. We're going to win off the field. Don't do it for me. Don't do it for your friends and family. You got to do it for Bruce. Okay? Don't worry about his hours and hours of congressional testimony. Don't worry about all the emails he was sending. It's not about that part of it. It's about winning off the field. We'll do it together on a football Friday. Got plenty of foosball action to discuss in the 4 o'clock hour after the Beltway Blitz. But it's time to win off the field at 800-636-1067. That's next on The Fan.
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Seven eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. That's your telephone number. We're going to win off the field. We'll do this together because many moons ago, you had a bad football season. That's really what was at the core of this thing. Everything was bad. It had been bad for some time. Media assemble, like the Avengers, with less powers, uh, representing the interests of the people. You guys had questions. They were trying to ask the questions that we that they thought you would want answered. And one of the things that happened was Bruce Allen. Remember Bruce, who was employed here for a decade plus. And now all of a sudden, by the way, Bruce was uh, such, a, such a bad influence there. That was the reason all the bad stuff was happening, even though he was employed for 10 years. You, think about, you ever think about how weird that is? Right? Or like, like, it was all Bruce Allen's fault. Here's more years. Bruce, this was you. You were the bad guy here. Here's more time with you in charge of all elements of the organization. It's not the flex you think it is. Anyway, Bruce stood in front of the assembled medium, and he was answering questions. And in his brain, a couple little impulses go. The synapses fire uh, when answering a question. They process, and then they emerged to answer the follow to answer a question. And he said the following: "We're winning off the field." But we got to start winning on the field. Don't you see? It's fine. We've got one of the big parts taken care of here. One of the big elements of this whole thing is this off-field winning. We're doing that. We're doing that. Well, you guys want on-field wins, too. I Whatever. But the big, the big first hurdle has been overcome because they're winning off the field. And Grant and I decided, as a show, we should keep doing that. We've kept the tradition alive on this program. 800-636-1067. That's your telephone number. I will tell you how I'm actually uh, not winning off the field. So to give you an example of how I of how one could, if that makes any sense. So uh, no one cares about my fantasy league. I was just telling Darius this, yada, yada, yada. Uh, we're heavily favored because we're the better team. And yet last night our opponent for some reason had Jacksonville's defense. This happens to be the time where Zach Wilson's like, I don't think so. I don't know why I'm giving Zach Wilson this voice, but it's my voice when you're not good. I don't think so. Not a Ford pass. Not for me. Nope. 
Let's bring in Chevy Lumina. What's that guy's name? Chevalier? Sh- uh, Chevy Tahoe? Chris Streveler. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> like, we should play third-string QB or country guy. Chris Streveler's like, hey, girl, pickup truck, Coors Light. Streveler running for his life. Chris Streveler. I'm so sure. Jets. Seriously? Seriously? And now we're getting smoked in our semifinal. Before any of our guys have taken the field, we're getting run out of the gym, and we're going to lose thousands of dollars. Therefore, I am not. Winning off the field? You guys get how this works. Let's go to Benjamin in Fairfax. How are you winning off the field, sir? All right, well, I got a two for free, Danny, especially in light of your silver dining experience from oh, yesterday. No. Oh, no, Ben. My four-year-old did not nap, and I had to take her shopping. So at first part, I, therefore, I was... Winning off the field? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, losing off the field, but it's okay, Bruce. You, you didn't do anything right. right. But she's going to go to bed out an hour and a half early. That means we get an evening back. So therefore, I am... Winning off the field? Oh, I see. I see what you're saying. So you got you to gotta wear it during the day. When there's like a tornado of like, I'm irrational. Like just four-year-old, four-year-olding all the way to the max degree. But in theory, when she goes to bed, it's like there's peace. Smell what you're cooking. Ed Stafford, how are you winning off the field? Hey, um, the way I want, um, what, what happened was I made uh, pies for Nick Dowd. I dropped them off at the Capitol uh, Sportsplex today. And then I went to Jolly Bee. And then I met up with uh, Grant today, give up another uh, pie, so therefore I am... Winning off the field. That's awesome. That's awesome. I think Ed's the pie guy. That's really cool. Well, you know, that's not true. The pie guy's Grant. Grant is the pie guy. We know that. 800-636-1067. Let's go to Pete in D.C. Oh, it's my buddy Pete. What's up, dude? Danny, how are you? I'm good, pal. Today I went to a sandwich shop that has my picture on the wall, and then I got a sandwich that's named after me. So you know that I am. Winning off the field. Now, I've been friends with Pete for a long time. He's a fellow comedian, performer. He's a brilliant improviser, really good stand-up as well. I've never, I don't know how to say this the right way, but it's the holidays. It's, it's about truth. I'm so jealous of my friend Pete. He's got a sandwich named after him and his picture on the wall at Bub and Pops in D.C. Remember when I brought in those sandwiches from Bub and Pops that time? When we were doing the quarterback shtick? Yeah, they're delicious. What did I I do? Hoagies and halfbacks? Is that what we did? Yeah, that sounds (laughs) sounds We're so fat. Are you kidding me? We came up with the lamest excuses. To eat food and talk about football players. We ate so good that week. This was so, it was so pathetic. Oh my God. Well, here's what happened. This is such a good bit, by the way, that we came up with. Because uh, when, you know, like, Wing, wings and wideouts. Yes. Oh, <laughs> dude, I'll go all day. Quarter pounders and quarterbacks. Because what happened, this is how it started. So the Junks did QB quarter after. So Cakes is like, it's time for QB quarter after. A little bit silly, Pat Mahomes. Then, like, the sponsorship read would happen, right? And so, we're like, hey, that's a good idea, except let's just eat quarter pounders and talk about quarterbacks. It's the fattest thing we've ever done as a show. And then I think, I, I, don't, I don't know, do I get credit for it? I don't remember who thought of it. But we were like, why do we have to stop at one position group? Let's do like olives and offensive linemen. That was a bad one. But you know what I mean? Like, let's do like 
I don't know, pizza and punters. Let's do let's do halfbacks and hokies. Wings and whiteouts. We just ate a different pudgy dude food every day for weeks. Oh, we're ridiculous. Rich and only. What's up, buddy? How you doing, Danny? Merry Christmas, man. You too, buddy. So my wife is a lot more organized than I am, so yep. she realized mm-hmm. I had Friday off, which is today. She goes, oh, good. And, uh, the kids, because everything's closed, they can just stay with you the whole day. Well, when I went to pick him up yesterday, the teachers asked, is he coming in tomorrow? Both of the daycares were open today. I had a day off with no kids. Therefore, I am. Winning off the field. The charmed life of Rich continues. Just unbelievable. How does that happen? I don't know. It, it like. It's he's like there's a there's a great episode of Seinfeld where everything works out for Jerry, it always evens out. That's rich, man. Let's go to Eric and Falls Church. Eric, how are you winning off the field? Hey boys, I uh, so I got a couple friends who are new kids, and uh, we were talking. They're going out of town, and I had a free afternoon, so I'm driving them to the airport. Uh, so I'm filled with holiday cheer because I get to do a good deed. So therefore, I am winning off the field. Interesting. Interesting. Huh. Okay. I I think that's fine. Because what he's saying is, I'm doing this pain in the ass thing. Because there's so many Ubers, and there's so many taxis, and there's so many ways to get to an airport. This airport, specific, or any airport in this area specifically. But he's doing it, and that's a nice thing, and that made him feel good? All out. Very lenient this time of year. Nick in Murrayville. Nick, what's up, dude? Hey guys, uh, love the show. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, um, Hey, I just wanted to say today I go and I'm milking some cows today, and it's really cold outside, about 12 yep. degrees. And ultimately, I realized that I could put my sweatpants under my work pants. So, therefore, I am winning off the field. That's how players make plays right there. So, I've got those, um, what do you call it? Those long, those like uh, Under Armour long underwear. But I do if I know I have to be outside for an extended time when it's freezing cold like this. Because normal pants, like you think you're fine, and then the wind whips, and it just honks. You need a second layer. The sweatpants under the work pants is a badass move. That guy, by the way, tougher than me. He's like, it's December 23rd. I should probably milk some cows today. And I was like, I need some lotion for my knuckles because they're a little dry. Kevin in Arlington went off the field, buddy. Hey, Danny. Hey, uh, happy holidays. And uh, so, you know, I'm um, on my little holiday break, and uh, I got a nice Christmas bonus earlier this month. And hey, nice. Was, you know, happy about that. It's been a tough year, but we've gotten a lot done. And so I'm just checking my bank balance because, of course, we're spending like drunken sailors mm-hmm. to get all the presents, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And I see there's a little additional deposit, and I find out there was a workshop we put on in October. And we did so well, they wanted to uh, thank us. And I got a little $300 bonus, so therefore I am. Winning off the field. That is under the proper amount for a win off the field. A lot of times we're like, I got promoted. Here's another $1,000. He's like, no, 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 no. That's on field. I thought Kevin was on field, but he made it tough. Appreciate all the calls. Happy holidays, one and all. We're going to blitz, Beltway Blitz style. We'll do that next. Then at 425, I'm going to have a little conversation with you folks. You think Carson Wentz plays tomorrow? The Buttway Blitz is next on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.